Welcome to Panther Paris, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Paris. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson, and ladies, gentlemen, and those of any other gender, the Florida Panthers have won their first ever Stanley Cup final game in franchise history. We are officially in the most successful season that the Florida Panthers have ever played. And who else but Kachuk to tie it and Verhage to win it? We ain't fucking dead yet! We ain't fucking dead! That game was like 50 minutes of pain. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, let's be real. <laughs> let's be let's be real here. They did not play well. No. They Vegas didn't. was the better team. I don't think the Panthers were much worse than Vegas. I thought this was a sluggish game. Five on five, I thought was extremely even with a slight uh, edge to the Panthers. The difference in this game, like every other game in this series, were special teams. The Panthers could not convert on their power play opportunities and gave up two power play goals. That's the only reason that the Panthers were sweating this shit out as we were going down to the death of this game. They were fine at five on five. They can't kill a power play in this series and they can't score on the power play in this series. Uh, This is going to be my only comment on the officiating tonight. It was the best officiated game of the series and it was still pretty atrocious when Vegas reporters are talking about how soft the calls are against the Panthers. You know, it's really fucking bad. That being said, the Panthers are not playing well enough to really complain about it. They got a win tonight. And extended, well, not extended the series, but made it a series. But, I I mean, I'm petering because I'm just on a rush of a high and emotions and whatnot. But I, I, I don't think it's fair to say that the Panthers played poorly tonight when this was a very low event hockey game and the Panthers made enough events to win at five on five. I guess that's recency bias if I'm looking at the the stats. Uh, according to natural stat trick at five on five, the Panthers ended up only getting uh, outdone in high danger chances, 12 to 11. They actually had an edge or this is all five on five. They had an edge in expected goals. Yeah. Scoring chances and shots and course, you know, so, but they uh, had five high danger chances in the first period. Vegas only had one in the second period. Vegas had six and Florida had one. And then the whole third period, the Panthers are chasing the game. Doesn't really feel like they got anything. And that's kind of where you're like, oh, you know, it's over. They played poorly, whatever. But in reality, they probably deserved a little bit better from the way they played in the first 20. I mean, the only reason they were down or tied at the end of the first was an extremely soft cross check on penalty on Gudis, which, again, Vegas media were saying it was a soft call. And then it was it was it's not even like debatable. And then National dubious... media was saying it's a soft call. Vegas media was saying it's a soft call because it is. But right. I, I do, I do think that they weren't going to call the the board until Gudis did that. No, because the it was arm game was management. Up. The the arm the was, arm up, was up, but Vegas had the puck, and they like it was a late whistle. Then, no, 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 no. 
the arm went up immediately because it was right on the side I was sitting because I was behind the Panthers goal tonight. The arm went up immediately. The Panthers had the puck and then turned it over. And then all of a sudden, both of them were going to the box. They never really showed the replay. I did see it on Twitter. And it was like, yes, Gudis did have his stick in both hands and made the physical motion of a cross check. But like he barely made contact. There wasn't a lot of force behind it. The cross checks that have been let go in this series and were let go in this, it just didn't make sense. In history. I know I said, right. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about officiating, but then you got Duclair who's stationary and yeah, he got spun around and his leg made contact, but you know, we'll talk about it again on the Forsling penalty. If his leg doesn't make an outward motion and the legs get tangled up, that's not a trip. That's just legs colliding and gifting, gifting a team a four on three power play where the odds of scoring go from like 20% to 40% is a big deal. Jake, did you think that the Duclair wasn't a penalty? No, I didn't. Because I thought it was a for sure penalty. I thought yeah. that the Forsling one was way more debatable. Yes. And even the Forsling one I thought was really only debatable in context. Well, well let's, just, let's just go there. Yeah, you, you were at the game, so you didn't get to see all the slow motion replays from all the angles that they showed on TV. There was skate-to-skate contact. A trip is an acceptable call. There was skate to skate uh, contact. I did see that. I did see that. Given the context of the game, under most circumstances, that probably doesn't get called. That doesn't mean that it wasn't a penalty. By by under most circumstances, you mean most of the time in the Stanley Cup. Yes, that's even not even called. then, that's not going to get called. It it's. It sucks that the refs were whistle happy tonight. And they were whistle happy. There's no they doubt. They were about whistle it. happy tonight. Let, let me disagree. And here's why. When you are trying to jump between two players, you are responsible for your own actions. Forsling is entitled to his ice. His feet did not move to create contact with Stevenson. His feet did not move. Stevenson tried to jump through Forsling and Barkov, and his feet got tangled up with with Forsling. That's why I don't think that's a penalty uh, in the Stanley Cup final or is it a penalty in the preseason because you are trying uh, to jump between two players. But you are entitled for, to your if you don't, I mean, Forsling, yeah, Forsling wasn't stationary. That's just not true. But he's moving, but he didn't, but he didn't he, stick he was his moving, skate out. He was moving towards Stevenson. Right, but he didn't stick his skate out. The skate. You are entitled to your ice. No, he totally... You're st- he totally stuck the skate out. I just watched it I, again, and he totally did. I disagree. I think it's a very it's a very debatable call. I can understand calling it. I can understand that being a trip. It just sucks given the, the game situation. With but, with less than two minutes left in a Stanley Cup final game, that probably shouldn't be called. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't a trip. Yeah, it's. It doesn't matter. Panthers won. They killed off the power. The, they killed off the penalty. Got the got the game winning goal from Carter Verhage with the absolute snipe from the top of top of the slot. Yes. That call the 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 goal call on that is is our out to Allen bang. In my opinion, I mean, I it's, I haven't heard it yet because obviously I was in the arena, but I I can't wait. True. It was. I mean, I I tweeted it. Like I even tweeted the wording of the goal call. I mean, it's it's both a bug and a feature of Kenny Albert. He's very matter of fact. It there's not going to be a lot of poetry 
to his play-by-play. And that's but totally fine. You know exactly what happened when it happened. And you know, it's 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 descriptive if you know, if not literal. I was gonna say is you know what's great is Doug play against call is gonna be just as good or even better. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear Doug's call. Oh, and Ember uh, over the PA. Oh, Ember, Ember was in rare form tonight. Ember is so good at what he does. Um, guys, how, how have we gone this long without talking about Matthew Kachuk? The guy, if he was in school, he could not raise his hand to be called on by the teacher, but he can score the game tying goal. Yeah. What do we, what do we make of that going forward? By the way, I was so worried that Kachuk's season was over. Yeah. Oh, I thought that playing, it was a concussion. Was, no, that was a dislocated shoulder. Right. You could see it pop out. You could see it pop out when he landed. That got Oof. popped in. They sh- they shot him up with Tordal. Wait, he waited for the pain to go away, and he got his ass back out there. Who else, man? Who else but Kachuk to tie it? Who else but Verhage to win it? How, that's just been the story this year, man. Yeah. In sure big has. moments, those are the guys that have been who have been showing up. Yeah, and Montour. Montour like, too. Those are the three guys when nothing is going right and the season needs saving. Those have got those have been the guys who showed up. You know, Montour tying it in game seven against Boston, Brahegi winning it in game seven, Kachuk winning three of the four games against Carolina. Those have been yeah. the guys who have stepped up for you when you need it most. And down to zero, down to one. Or just down to zero. Those are the three guys who got you the goals tonight to get you over the line and get the Florida Panthers franchise its first ever Cup Finals Cup. Excuse me, Cup Final win. So congrats to Brandon Montour on the birth of his son, Kai. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's an insane story. Cro- cross country, <laughs> uh, three times in a matter of seventy-two hours. Uh, hold, please. Give me forty seconds. Uh, I'm going to listen to Doug's call. Can you play it for all of us? All right, ready? Take that away. Tried to nudge it out front of the net, but the Golden Knights move it forward. Now it's Bennett back in. Bennett up in the near side. Looks across for Hagee. High slot shot. He scores! Connor Verhage! The overtime winner here in game three. The Panthers take it 3-2 the final. Hanging around. Hanging around. Connor Verhage flops a nut straight. Pay that man his money! They take it three two in overtime. That man money. Even the series on Saturday night in game four. Lops a nut straight. Is that what he said? Yes, he's quoting rounders. So basically a nut straight. A nut straight is when you have the highest possible straight given the cards that are on the board in Texas Hold'em. And that is today I learned that not, that's the case. That is that is not how I interpreted it. <laughs> well, things meant different things back in olden times. He's literally quoting Randy Moeller back when he used to do the goal calls provided by the Levitard show. Because pay that man his money was absolutely one of Moeller's goal calls. Billy, I love you. That was fantastic. You know, if he would have updated it to, uh, I can't remember what year this movie came out. But he would have said, this is how I win. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncut gem. Um, uh, that came out Uncut in 2019. Gems. Uncut gem. Uncut gem. I want to say it came out in 2019. So, like right before COVID. Yeah. Right. Another great movie. That was one of the last movies that we saw in theaters, I believe. TJ, you and I saw it together with Adrian. Did with Adrian, yeah. Was it just the three of us? Was David also there? I think there? so. I think it was just the three. Adam of us. Sandler should have won an Oscar. Uh, he was very I think, good. I think that movie is horrifically overrated. How dare you? It's a good movie. I don't know if it's great. It was not. It was not a great movie. I thought Kevin Garnett did a great job. 
<laughs> yeah, he was good. Fuck Kevin I, Garnett. I, Fuck I the had Celtics. No expectations. Yeah, but the, I Timberwolves Kevin Garnett. I know that movie was centered around Celtics Kevin Garnett, but like yeah. respect respect Timberwolves Kevin Garnett. Um, anything is possible. Yeah, we yeah, should not, the one we, we should not be Plung that in. We should not be disparaging Celtics Kevin Garnett because of that line specifically and how it may relate to the Florida Panthers currently. Holy shit. I can't believe we have a, game, a win in the Stanley Cup final. It was deafening in the arena post game. Like you could not hear yourself think people were so loud and so happy. Like I've been part of some post game celebrations. It was nuts. All the videos that I saw that people took around the stadium after the goal are they're all just so they all made me smile so big we're a hockey town baby we're a uh, fucking we hockey have, town. we have uh we have an update uh paul maurice says the concussion spotter pulled matthew kachuk from the game he was able to return once he cleared protocol interesting because interesting. before he came back out on the ice you could see him testing out his shoulder yeah like you, could I'm, I'm gonna. You literally could see Matthew Kachuk showing his range of motion on I th- his shoulder I think he'll, to the trainer before he was like allowed back out on the ice. I think the league will have a problem with Maurice lying about that because that's something uh, that's true or false. There's no middle ground. Could be both. I, I, I'm going to say this. I think it was exactly what Jacob said. I think it was both. I think the concussion spotter pulled him. Yeah, but the real issue was his shoulder. But Maurice isn't has got an out to say, hey, it was a potential concussion. He's fine. That way he does not have to disclose there was a shoulder injury. True. Remember, Maurice is all about the gamesmanship, a.k.a. Itu Lusterainen, who has not played in this series, even though, according to Maurice a week ago, he's fine. Yeah, we all expect him to play game one. Yeah, I was the only one who said no because he wasn't skating. But he was. he was skating, though. Yeah. No, he never skated. Yes, he did. No. He did he not practice with the team. I don't think he, he did not participate I don't think he did. in morning skate on game day, but he practiced. That was like the whole he thing. Did. Yeah, exactly. I don't whatever. I don't think he did, but neither here nor there. I'm not allowed to be wrong today. This is such a fun episode to get to record. You all, you only get one first ever franchise win in the Stanley <laughs> Cup finals, and we you only get pop to record chair in the Stanley Cup final once. We get to fucking record only- an episode about it. Who else do we want to give flowers to? We've already given them to Verhage and Kerchak. We got to give them to Bob because Bob was very good. Bob, yeah, Bob was back. Bob was back today. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel we, like you the put this. was back into a carriage. You put this Bob in game one and game two. Panthers are up three nothing right now. Uh, I'm not I'm sure, sure it was that so far. bad in game two. I don't think so. Yeah. It's it's if if we get this Bob for games one and two, it's probably two one Panthers instead of two one Vegas. That's I truly I think, think it would be three nothing. But okay, again, the officiating was so I bad in game two. And I, I don't think, you. and I love you, so therefore I win. Yeah, we all love each other. I mean, I just had a surreal moment because it was like obviously I went a little unhinged at the beginning of the last episode. Weird. That's I think usually I still... DJ's job. I still think it was warranted and I stand by everything I said, but it's like, I got a text message from someone who was flying in for game three tonight. And he was talking about how some random people getting on the plane. were talking about our podcast. And I was just like, Holy shit. This isn't just our friends who listen to us. There's people getting on a plane talking about us. And I know that's very self-serving right now, but 
to all the people listening, I just want to say thank you. And to the people who reached out and said that I was speaking for you guys with that rant. Thank you as well. All respectful opinions are welcome, except for if you think Verhage is bad, because well, that's you don't, that will never be a respect. Uh, or you think Giovanni Smith should have played tonight? Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not going to go with that one. I would very much like to take a moment to pat ourselves on the back. Like any opportunity that we get to remind everyone how loud right we were about Carter Verhage, uh, I will take. And tonight oh, yeah. is one of those instances. Oh yeah. Which I don't know how many of you noticed uh, on the timeline. I spent a few minutes uh, this evening after the game, just retweeting a bunch of uh, a bunch of old tweets from both my personal account and the Panther Puri account uh, from like late 2020, early 2021 about As how excited should. we all were to have Carter Rehage because he was going to be a stud. As God, we nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Like the sh- like the show on Netflix. Nailed it. Oh, I love that show. Um, yeah. It's so but, good. But all yes. the smart people saw that one coming. All the smart people saw March is so coming. All the smart people saw Bunting coming. Uh Kyle Dubas, take note. Take note. Just saying. Oh, I see. I, I see what you're getting at. Uh I I'm I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I like that metaphor. <laughs> All right. Um, do you guys want to briefly get into some negative things that we probably need to talk about? Real quick, Barkov. Barkov. I've been here a long time, and this is the best time in my life right now. To play in front of that crowd and to battle for something that I've been dreaming of since I was born is huge. To be a Florida Panther right now, I'm really proud of that. <laughs> That's my fucking captain. It's a great quote. Shoot the fucking puck some more, though. Yeah, please. Uh, okay. When he tried to go cross crease to Reinhardt, the pass was the right play. I'm not thinking I, about that one. Just okay. in general, like because I, I saw a lot of people on that one. I even think I said to TJ, "Oh, I can't wait to see. Uh, I can't wait to see the Barkov should have shot crowd on this one because the pass was the right call. He didn't have an angle on the shot. Yeah. I think and that Reinhardt either one crashing the either net, one's like, defensible. I would the pass, have the pass was shot. the right call, though. He didn't have an angle there was all shot, but he didn't have and an angle for the sh- pass. Yes, he did. Reinhardt was crashing the, the net. A defender got a stick in at the last the second. The defender totally was like angle. already there. The defender was like closer to the net than Reinhardt was. No, and, and th- no, this, he was not. This is not. This is not a shooting comment, but there was an opportunity to just absolutely destroy someone in open ice, and he avoided the hit. If that was Matthew Kachuk, like whoever that uh, nice skater was would have been sent into the shadow realm and Barkov kind of just like let him go and then got off the ice for his change. Like this is the cup final. You have a, you have someone lined up. You need to fucking end them. Yeah, I guess I'll agree with that. But in general, hitting's a little overrated. I think we can all agree on that. No, no, no I, I agree. It's overrated. Uh... But when you have someone lined up and you can make the right play and hit someone and send them into the shadow realm, you have to do it. I made a shadow realm reference during the game as well. I don't I mean, remember what it was Yu-Gi-Oh! about. Was freaking awesome. Yeah. TJ and I listened to some songs from the Yu-Gi-Oh! soundtrack while playing FIFA the other day. I've learned that listening to ridiculous music uh, helps so me better at FIFA. 
Like, I'd most of people are comment. just getting, also like, to the sucked entirety into our of irreverent movie soundtrack just because the Panthers were, are making this huge run. They're just like, Jacob's saying, what about Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon? And like, I haven't said a word about Pokemon. Alex and TJ are remembering some guys. <laughs> um, Speaking of random shit, we got no sing-along today. What the fuck? I was so ready to sing. We got no sing-along in, in the arena. Did they not play uh, Lit or Blink? Nothing. Nope. Neither of them. Uh, Back to the, I'm the okay same old, same old. Small things. They did play Petbus in the intermission, apparently, which... I would have thought yeah, it would be tempting. Not the fate. right time for yeah. Peppas. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's you not don't Alex. play Peppas until the final. Well, I guess uh, it might be now book. because it like no. I tweeted something in the OT intermission game one of uh, the Carolina series that was like they're playing Peppas in the overtime intermission. Like, no, South Florida has determined when Peppas can be played, and it's only when the game is done. And you're just dunking on your opponent, saying, okay. "Yeah, we're done with you." And there's still time on the clock. I thought you said that it was. I misheard you. I no, thought you it said is it not was. the right time to pay. We're there's on the one same page. Correct time to pay peppers. Yeah, we're on. We're on the same page here. However, it worked, so you get off scot free yeah. this time. Yeah, Panthers undefeated on overtime in the playoffs, considering how they were in the regular season. That is crazy. Like, I, like eventually, it's got to go against them, but you know we, we can wait till next year. I mean, it, it, they might not have to play another overtime game. So, uh, Bob was your boy tonight. Bob, Bob was Bob back was to great. being underpaid tonight. Bob was great. Um, Josh Mahura was very good. I thought. Yeah, um, Josh Gutis Mahura is always very good. Gudis off injury was very good. Yeah, good for off injury. Regardless of the outcome of this series and how long it might take. The injury report at the end of this series is going to be a fucking sight to behold. Oh, for both Judas, Kachuk, Montour, Etu. I mean, it's going to be brutal. I I might be preaching to the choir by saying this already, but Ekblad's lower body is definitely fucked up. Oh yeah, he's he's slowing down again. But that's what the Cup final is. It's a war of attrition. Yeah, and I mean, we haven't really talked about it. But the Panthers are playing a team that is on the ice, ten million over the salary cap. Just saying, on the ice. I thought that was just because of um, the goalie. No, no, no. Their on ice cap is ten million over. But again, it's not an excuse. It's more just like that's yeah, I don't, the. I don't that's, care. No, I, didn't I know. Care it, when Tampa did, and I don't care right. now. It's it's. I'm just pointing out the gauntlet the Panthers have to go through in terms of how much depth uh, Vegas has. Anybody want to guess the lowest on ice expected goals percentage for a Vegas player in this game? Which player had it? Which player? Um, uh, it was probably so- Keaton Colasar. Alex Keegan Colasar had the highest on ice goal. Yeah, Colasar. Keep in mind, Alex Colasar got to bully our fourth line all night. Um, let's see. I'm gonna guess that whoever had the lowest xG, probably someone who was on the ice a lot with. Can I get a second guess? Let's Jacob Yeah, go ahead. Um, Eichel. No. Damn. Jonathan Marcheseau. Jonathan Marcheseau. 36%. Who only did fucking shit at uh, five on four slash four on three. Yeah, but that still counts. Yeah, of course. But yeah, no, he wasn't. They got to. He wasn't anything interesting. They have to figure out that that's what they're doing because that's the second time they scored that goal. Like, it's coming, guys. You got to be ready for it. 
The Marcheseau goal, I turned to TJ and said, is going to score here. He's due for he a goal. He did. And then like 20 seconds later, it happened. Vegas has been able to get that cross-slot pass on the power play at will. Fucking and the staple a body to Marcheseau. Yeah. You're not going to stop the pass. Eichel is just... Well, you're, you're not going to stop the pass at like the middle of the ice. Eichel's just that good. Or so you, better you yet, just gotta get a body on Marcheseau. Better yet than stapling a body to Marcheseau and you're killing a penalty. Don't take the penalty. Don't take so many. How, I mean, how's were, that for there an were idea? some there were some soft as shit ones, but there were some ones that were clear as fucking day and completely unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Barkov in the box twice tonight. That was uh, I, I don't only, think he, he went to he the only, box. He only ended time. up going once. The oh, second, that's right. the second call against him was the Forsling trip. Yeah, the first one was okay. interference, which was just like if, even if you want to really say really soft, soft call. I don't think so. I think that that he, was terrible. It was no TJ. That was another soft call. That was I one don't that think like so. I, because I think this was a night where the, rest... the guy in front of the net, the puck was nowhere. How many times near. a game does that happen? Doesn't really happen that much. It they're not calling. Really they're they're not calling that both ways. It happens. They're a not calling times that both ways at all. Um, I thought that was a pretty soft call. Barkov doesn't do dirty shit like that. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't call, if if it if it was something that gets called, then it's something that Barkov doesn't do. Things that get called, like Barkov's penalties, are so rare that like. He's not going to get, he's not going to do something that gets called all the time. That, again, because the refs were calling everything tonight, that got called. In a all normal right, well, game, that's not getting called. I, I will just ask, like, the audience or you guys, if you want to fulfill this, find a clip of somebody from Vegas doing that to somebody from Florida, like a cross check, the guy falls over, and the puck's nowhere near. That the Brian McNabb on Matthew Kachuk in game two. Yeah, Brian Magnum, I think you could game two, Petrangelo in, in all three games in this series. Like, that play has been um, happening all series. Speaking of Petrangelo, oh, to be fair, the McNabb one probably should have been called. Um, I guess that's no, that the was definitely the that's, one that's shouldn't the have point. been. Um, TJ, cross checks in front of the net happen a thousand times a game. Okay, but it, like the severity. Or like you know how hard you cross check a guy matters. Like the Gudis one never gets called because he barely touched him. Barkov, the guy fell over. Okay, then it was that, just because the guy fell over doesn't mean there was force behind. <laughs> also, it was it was in interference. Fairness, yeah, it the, was the interference. Other, that's, Don't forget about that part. It wasn't yeah, a that's, cross check. That's the thing. Like that's that's where I'm going to allow this. It was another. It was one of those calls where the refs were just calling everything tonight, and. On a normal night, that's not necessarily a penalty, but by the letter of the law, it kind of is, and it just happened to get called tonight. Here's where I'm going to disagree, because you tweeted about it, Jacob, how the Verhage call wasn't a penalty, and that the, the Barkov call, the Barkov cross-check or interference was just as much of an interference as the Verhage one. One got called, one didn't. Oh no, well, no, I, that's we, different. That's different entirely. It's totally the different. Verhage the Verhage was there. Oh, he was finishing yeah. his shack. That was Verhage was a puck carrier who the hit was initiated while he had the puck, or contact was initiated while he had the puck. That was a defender finishing a check. That was that was clean. Yes, finishing a check. Puck was nowhere near Barkov. It was not. Yeah, 
there and before. I guess the other major difference with the Barkov interference is usually when you see the cross check in front of the net, it's a defenseman doing it to one of the attacking players. Generally, not, they get not car, the other way around. Blanche. Like in soccer, if an attacking player like puts a finger on a defender, it's a free kick going the other way. But you have to do a shitload to get a penalty kick called against you. And that's part of the game management of soccer, which does not get up to the level of game management in hockey at all. I still think the Barkov interference was a soft call, but by the letter of the law, it was a penalty. I mean, I would say that that I would say it's soft for the Stanley Cup final, but not not for this game where there were 10 power plays or whatever. I just wish that there was fucking consistency from game to game would be nice. Yeah. Um. I also do want to talk for just a quick second. Uh, Alex, I see her with a buddy. Uh, I, I do want I'm to better talk than for... a buddy. <laughs> Carl's family. We know Carl. I'm outside the infield uh, waiting, for, waiting to finish here. Simon, bro. So what I, you got? I, what you want to know? I, I want to talk for just a second. Matthew Kachuk comes back on the ice uh, and Alex Petrangelo is kind of hounding him a little bit. And Petrangelo... Uh, I, I might be overthinking uh, a certain hit here, but it looked to me like Petrangelo kind of tried to go up and go for uh, go for Kachuk's shoulder. I might be overthinking what I saw there, but no, you're 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 right you're right on. You're absolutely right on because if if you've got something that looks like a injured wing, yeah, you you're not going to go for it. You got to go for it. You got to play to the advantage, and if yep. you can take Kachuk out of it. Absolutely. You, you, I don't argue for that, that that's part of the game. Again, I don't call it WWE, but you know, if you see a guy with Kinesi tape on his, on his shoulder, you got to hit him in the shoulder. You got to take advantage of what you got, especially when you're looking at a star or a superstar. There's no question. You got to go at it. Now, again, that's not head hunting. That's nobody wants that. I wouldn't want want to give a guy CTE. Not at all. Right. But 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 if you, if you you think he's got a wounded shoulder, absolutely you go right at it. You think he's got a wounded knee, a slash to the shin guard that makes him go ah, absolutely. As a fan of the team, do I want to see him go after my guys? Fuck no, I want to take their head off <laughs> for the same reason. That's a dynamite guest drop in, guys, and that was unplanned. Oh, you don't want to invite me in. I'll own everything. You'll never see a moment of airtime. I'm one of those right. SOBs with a lot to say and all the words to say it. For first time, long time. Well, I, I can't comment on that, Carl. Thank you for uh, for your insight there. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I really wanted to talk about with the with the Petrangelo thing. Just something I noticed because it just it just looks to me like Petrangelo is kind of turning into that type of player in these playoffs, uh, or maybe he always has been, and I just haven't noticed. Uh, but he seemed to do a lot of that kind of stuff during the Edmonton series also. Uh, yeah, not necessarily like a dirty player, but, you know, he's capable of that for sure. Yeah, one that clearly tries to gain competitive physical advantages. Uh, over and the uh, perhaps if that was a narrative in the media, we might see a guy like that get a 10-minute misconduct here and there. So let's start that narrative. Alex Petrangelo is a dirty player. The, who specifically the on, tries uh, to target people? This who who was the Edmonton it was guy? Tricidal. Tricidal. That's one of the dirtiest plays I've ever seen. Right. I mean, 
ridiculous how he only got one game for that. But we're, we're, we carry on. So yeah, Alex Petrangelo, dirty player. Power play and penalty kill. Do we want to talk about it? We kind of Fucking already talked about the penalty don't kill. Don't go over on your power plays. Yeah, we're we're down two one, but when you're over twelve on the power play and killing penalties at like fifty five percent, it's not going to go well for you. That is a series. recipe for disaster, especially yeah. in a series where lots of little things are getting called. Yeah, either what, tighten what... up, tighten up your own discipline. Or figure out how to fucking beat Aiden Hill when you've got the man advantage. Any ideas or any anything you're seeing that like could be the key? Move the fucking puck. Yeah. Uh, Ekblad, don't stand in one fucking spot. I know you like your area, but move around a little bit. One thing that annoyed me on one of the power plays, and I think that you kind of talked about it when it was happening, Jake. They had a rush opportunity. It was kind of like a three-on-two, maybe a three-on-three. And they like stopped and like didn't oh, you know, yeah. aggressively like attack back and, so that yeah. they could set up like a, a Montour point shot, which I just thought was really annoying. Like you, you can't be that deliberate against Vegas because if you give them time to set up defensively, you're just not going to beat them. You just aren't. We've seen that time and time again. All the goals in these playoffs, they've been caught off guard, pretty much. Also, Sam Bennett, uh, be better at your job, please. He's been terrible yeah, this series. Game-winning assist, though. I, I know he had the primary assist on but I did Greggie's this out goal, and that was, he, like... I loved that. Um, but he has yeah. been not good Meh. overall in this series. And while we're talking about the power play, he had that one breakout attempt where he just, like, Slowly skated into a four checker. Tried to dangle. Yeah, that was really bad. In the defensive zone, like I think it's more execution, really. Like it, it just it was so obvious that that turnover was about to happen. Is what I'm trying to say, and it should not have been that hard to do something to get around it. He just mm-hmm. skated directly into a four checker. Mm-hmm. You you do have to create space against teams like Vegas because they're so good at restricting it, and one of the easiest ways is to remove defenders from the play. So if you dangle somebody and they're suddenly behind the play, you got a five against four situation. I think that you're saying that's a power play. So you have a temporary five against three situation. So, you know, maybe it's worth the risk, but it was the laziest dangle attempt ever. Like commit to it at least if you're going to do it. A tweet from our, our good buddy, Jamison Olive. Carter Verhage is the only player in NHL history to score multiple OT goals in consecutive postseasons. That's crazy. Is Carter Verhage yeah. the most clutch playoff performer of all time? My column. Well, he's got to do it in the Stanley Cup final before you can say that. Hmm. I believe he has done that now. All right. Final thoughts time. Carter Verhage is better than your favorite player. How are you feeling about the heat, Alex? Uh, Not great, Bob. My, my, final, my final thought is shout out to the... Uh, the fan who showed up to warm-ups wearing a ref's Golden Knights jersey. Just chef's kiss. Apparently perfect. there were a couple of those. I mean, they're pretty fucking Or maybe accurate. one jersey and a couple of signs or whatever, but yeah. I thought about bringing a sign that said, hey, ref, will this sign give me a 10-minute misconduct? <laughs> you should have. That would have been so good. I got two and kids in a new job. I don't have time for making signs, but it would have been good. Unfortunately, this game would have been the only real time to do it unless someone had gotten a 10 tonight and then you could do it on Saturday. Um, 
Oh, that would have been so funny. Yeah, just we're, I also want to start a hey ref, you suck when, out the opening face off. We're just waiting for the payoff when all of a sudden, bam, Jack Eichel, 10 minute misconduct. Nobody knows why. <laughs> we still don't know why Kachuk got that first one. Should Keegan Colasar have been given a 10 minute misconduct for hitting Kachuk and sending him into concussion protocol? Hmm. <laughs> Was that just like so obviously clean in the moment, and that's why it didn't lead to a I don't know. Like it, 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 like I'm just talking about in terms of like first look. Like you're you're just seeing it. You have you have no time to react to the context. You don't get a replay. The Kachuk one, I could have seen like how somebody would initially think, "Oh, what just happened? Was that a headshot?" And was Kachuk's or was Kolasar's hit not like that? Like. Is that what what the difference was? Because there was no like scrum. The only difference was the helmet didn't pop off, and the, and the reason there was no yeah, scrum that's the doesn't yeah. have a reputation. And Eichel's head hit the ice, right? Yeah, that's probably what it was. Because I don't I don't know if Kachuk's did, but I mean he did get the concussion protocol, so maybe it did. I don't know. I believe Eichel's head yeah. hit the ice. I could be misremembering it, but I'm pretty sure. The the helmet popped off. He fell down. His neck kind of snapped. Yeah, I, I think that the the neck movement might have been what. Yeah, that was the... a lot of people were concerned about that because Eichel had yeah. that neck surgery, that experimental neck procedure last year. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad that he's healthy, in one sense because I don't ever want to see a good hockey player not be able to play. But it's kind of annoying that he couldn't be unhealthy for like another week or something. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I'm I'm happy overall. You but should there is be that happy that we get to watch Jack Eichel at his best. I figured some people would call me soft to say like, "Oh, it's good that Eichel's it is good able to come in healthy. and you know hurt the Florida Panthers by being a very very good hockey player." Don't you want to play the best opponent possible? No, I want to win. <laughs> I honestly do. While that is fair, <laughs> win the right way. End quote, Bilbino. Oh, yeah, and I don't know if it means anything, but this is pretty crazy. The the five Golden Knights on the ice for the overtime goal were also on the ice for the two other goals. It was All Stevenson, five? Stevenson, Howden, Stone, White Cloud, and Haig. On that's ice for all of, three goals again. That's kind of amazing. That's yeah, the it's same. pretty, it's pretty the rare incredible. Yeah, not that plus minus means shit, uh, but it's kind of interesting that all five players were on the ice for Mark, all. Three Mark Mark Stone against. with the incredibly rare one goal, one assist, minus three performance. <laughs> In a game where they only gave up three. Yep, and only scored two. Mark Stone on the ice for 100% of the goals against. Can Mark I, Stone on ice for 100%, 100% of the goals, period. Yeah. Alex? Oh, true. Can I give some props to Paul Maurice? Um, How before far? Before they come? pulled the goalie, they they went four forwards, one defenseman. Yes. And I was saying yes. it to the entire time. Like, you need to get aggressive. Montour and four forwards. Montour and four forwards. And I think it might have been Forsling and four forwards because Montour had just come off the ice. But either way, they went four forwards. And then five forwards for the six on five. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Put your best fucking skaters on the ice. It does not matter what position you play. When it's six on five, you're playing positionless hockey. Like, put your best six well, guys out. Why are there. they so much better six on five than they are five on five four. on four? I it's don't so know. It's so consistent at this point. But you're so right. 
Yeah. Maybe they just play better when they know that a single fuck up leads to an easy goal. Could be. Sometimes yeah. it's like that. The same kind of thing as when your backup goalie is in and you play tighter defensively. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, Cats and seven sticking to it. I don't know. They could get it done. Six. Cats and five and a half. Interesting. I'm not sure, but I like the enthusiasm. Cats and seven. I mean, Carter you pay you with the cup clinching overtime winner in game seven. Oh, I am not going to like game seven overtime. Stanley like, cup final game seven overtime. You know, I, you don't I want think that? that I need to pass on that for like, <laughs> I just need to pass on that. I'm sorry. By the way, uh, just to support my the, what I was saying about six on five, Panthers uh, have the best six on five goals for for sixty in the playoffs. That's weird. Not a surprise. Not a surprise, but a weird stat. All right, everyone. Uh, we will see you after Game Four. So we will. Yeah, we're going we back to Vegas. No Saturday night slash Sunday morning uh, slash whenever you decide to listen to that episode and rate us five stars. And the top shelf where Mrs. Muller hides the cookies. With that said, see you all uh, for our game four recap. Go Panthers. Go Panthers.